0: As a young architecture student, um, well, a couple months ago, I had a conversation with my professor and I asked her that, you know, in my internships, I learned that architects don't work alone. They work with structural engineers, they work with landscape artists, they work with other people, contractors, subcontractors, to to finish a building, so why why as architecture students are we doing all the work ourselves, we are doing designing, we are doing concept development, we are doing incredible renders, we are doing analysis and CFD stuff, um, we are doing like AR, VR even, <laughs> and we are doing all of those things, and we are becoming... Good at everything, but also good at nothing in the process, you know. We aren't, like, specialists or anything. So I had this conversation, and that made me realise that, oh shit. What I learned in school, is it even going to be applicable when I start working? By that time, I had done, like, uh, two internships, and... I didn't feel the best about my future in architecture after doing those internships because I realized how different the working life and the student life is. Even, it's different in terms of the things we are doing. Even though one is just a student and one is just a professional, but we are not even doing the same things. And that has been so enlightening. (laughs) <laughs> or disillusion. I've been, like, breaking out of my disillusionment, I've become disillusioned, yeah, with the building industry, and I'll tell you a story, so, uh, in my previous job that I quit a few months ago, um, I was a junior architect, or the position was, like, architectural assistant, And I basically had to work under a director and he would tell me that, oh, can you please take a look at this site, make sure all of these things are okay. And he would send someone who's a bit more experienced with me as well to guide me uh, along the way. And we are doing like renovation works of an old building estate in Singapore. And... So if you know Singapore, you know it's like extremely hot and humid. So I hated doing site work because it was so muggy all the time. But what I liked doing was learning about the space by actually going there and not just like through pictures or whatever. I'm actually going to the site, experiencing it and talking to the people who are using the space. Um and asking them, oh, what are your problems? What do you want to have renovated? Um, What colours do you want? All that stuff. And this is a government project, so we also had to deal with the authorities, the local authorities, um, and work with them to convince the residents of the place that they really need this renovation. So that was the main goal as uh, an architectural assistant at this very, very big company. And sometimes I would also go into meetings with other contractors. And this was one of the weirder experiences I got because as someone who has grown up in Singapore, I was under the impression that oh Singapore is multicultural. So even if we have different people of different races, um, we can still speak to one another, you know, because everyone speaks English. So that was not really the case and I realized that I was living in a little bubble um, and I had come out of this bubble and realized that most of the contractors... I'll be dealing with are (laughs) not-English-speaking and I had to go on these like four-hour meetings with another colleague of mine who was a Mandarin speaker and the meetings were entirely in Mandarin. Four hours. I was just depressed for four hours because I love going on these meetings uh, even though the weather is disgusting but I loved going on these meetings to learn about architecture and I wasn't learning anything. I barely even knew what was going on or what was being discussed. And I had come out of my bubble, the bubble where I thought everyone could speak English in Singapore because that's how I grew up here, with everyone speaking English. And I got so upset like how did I not know this was going to be an issue I thought I didn't think this would be an issue at all so I was I was surprised and I went to my director and I told him that what can I what can I do you know this is isn't gonna work out if every week I have to attend these four-hour meetings and no one even talks to me even if I ask them to speak, um, in English, or discuss things in English, they would just go back to Mandarin after a while, so... yeah, that was disillusioning. I hope I'm using that word correctly. So anyway, I thought it was a huge waste of time, but he was like, no, this is a multicultural country where we speak all languages. But, of course, that was not the case for that meeting. Um, I decided to leave the, the firm. This was one of the reasons, but another reason was that uh, they were still using AutoCAD, which is like a 2D, 2D drawing software, to do most of their work for this uh, renovation project. And I was just, no, <laughs> I hate using, using AutoCAD. I prefer doing things in 3D and then just like, um, 2D printing it with uh, Rhino and Grasshopper. So, I was a bit shocked at that. Uh, and I also, I was actually talking with the director, like, discussing the possibility of maybe using 3D softwares instead of 2D, since, um, in like twenty years or thirty years time, the renovation works will will have done will be old and will have to be re-renovated. So why not help the next generation of architects by helping them refer to nice three D models instead of you know two D two D drawings. We By the way, had to refer to built drawings, which were hand-drawn and scanned. And some of them weren't scanned properly, so they were, like, a bit, um... Hmm... A bit just, like, smudged uh, and not clear. So, anyway, I suggested that, and he was like, No, this is how things have been, and this is how I did things when I was a junior architect. So, he had been in the company for 10 years. He just... Uh, started working there after graduating and that's what he did when he graduated so he was expecting me to do the same but in school I barely did like 2D drawings I did 3D modeling stuff and then I would just like make it 2D and put in some details change the line weights a bit and then I would submit the drawing so I wouldn't spend too much time doing 2D and I guess he didn't work that way, so I quit. <coughs> Sorry, I have COVID. Um I quit the firm and then I was a bit sad that oh shit, I quit after like two months of working. Am I am I that easily, you know, burnt out? Uh but I guess I did the right thing because a week later I found another job, which I interviewed for and, and accepted. Uh, this was a interesting job, which I'm still doing right now. It's a tensile membrane uh, structure company. So I designed and helped to build tensile membrane structures with 3D softwares. Thank god, I hate 2D softwares. Well, I don't hate them, but they're just... Uh, you get what I mean, right? They're just, ugh. Anyway. uh, So right now, I'm pretty happy doing 3D stuff. But also, I don't know. I'm just, this isn't what I expected when I was learning architecture. I expected more brain work. I'm not saying that architecture is like brainless or whatever once you start working, but it gets repetitive and there is a certain way companies like to do things, so there isn't much uh, opportunities to step out of their box. So that can be a bit... a bit tiring at times. Anyway... Thank you for listening to this little I don't know episode or rant of mine. I'm just I'm just sharing my experiences and hoping that someone can relate to them out there. So, thank you.